0: Greetings, commanders. Welcome to episode 110 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your presenter tonight, Alan Stroud, and joining me in the orange sidewinder are Grant Wolcott. Good evening, Commander Single here. Chief Bar Steward reporting for duty. Oh, if we're going to do pirate, then then that's going to be quite an evening. A vast there will be. Uh, <laughs> It'll be very you interesting You said I've got a fat arse. <laughs> And uh, also joining us tonight That was a
1: no No, 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 we're not going on That wasn't a no That was, <laughs> I,
0: I, that was I, every I, other vowel in the world Apart from a no <laughs> I, I, I haven't, I, to, to be fair, I haven't looked You know, um, I, I think someone more qualified Would have to um Check with a tape measure Wouldn't they really? Anyway, joining us tonight would be also Christopher Jarvis. Hello, how are we doing? Uh, we were doing great until it got into an arse measuring contest.
2: <laughs> I'm not playing that game at the moment. Stupid. No,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, me, me, me either. I, I think you know, too much, too much writing uh, makes makes you spread across the couch. And also joining us this evening and has been joining us and. I think we should do a, a front of the show sort of shout out and um, and actually uh, a bit of praise here uh, to Ben Moss Woodward, who has been an absolute stalwart and has been utterly, utterly brilliant at making sure our show notes are absolutely on to the, the money every week for quite some time now. Well done, Ben, and good evening.
3: Actually, this week was Grant, I think.
0: So the one, the one week when you know I decide to kind of say something and nah. go. Well done, Ben. Bram- <laughs> Someone else did it.
3: Grand <laughs> started them off. I, feel, I, I just polished a wee bitty.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think you know, obviously the, the work that you guys do in terms of putting everything together is always fantastic. Um, it makes it a little bit easier for Commander Clueless like me who tries to, to keep up with everything. And uh, really, you know, it's it's kind of a slightly losing battle but um we do our best we do our best to give as much time as we can to elite dangerous even though possibly sometimes um our orbit is not as close as it uh, as it might be
3: all right Are so we talking about us measuring again
0: i yeah yeah i i guess so i probably went there so okay going on then we have well, we've got a fair show tonight i mean to be honest, it's been a little bit of a quiet week We've got some stuff to talk about About um, the new updates The new um, upgrades uh, Relating to the next release um, And uh, We are going to talk through you know, The newsletter, Newsletter125 um, We'll go through all the other bits This is the usual um, uh, Stuff that we, we usually do And I will try very hard not to say the word Discreet ever again Apparently there's a problem with that and uh, I'll try very hard not to give any kind of physics explanations. I seem to just, even if I get it, get it right, I seem to get in trouble. I don't know what's going on. So, um, so yeah, so I will try and refrain from, uh, well, maybe it make. A, I, sh- I should just invent my own form of physics. That would probably help. So what have you guys been up to this week? So, Chris, what have you been doing? I have been mostly away um
2: so i'm going back to my original role uh, with the Live radio podcast as evening of knowing nothing about the game um because tonight tonight you'll see me i'm running the video on twitch um you will basically see me witnessing the engineers beta for the first time unfortunately since the since this particular beta came out i've just been away i went on a, a stag do that was in Germany. Uh, because, you know, an, an evening down the pub isn't the thing anymore. We have to, you have to go on holiday now, <laughs> someone's staying do Uh, but that was, that was really good fun. And then I've actually been on holiday, holiday. So tonight is my first chance to look at the beta. And I believe it's nearly, it's almost over. The, the Engineers has been released on Thursday.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we certainly have that as uh, as a, as an earmarked date, don't we? Uh, 26th of May, Thursday. Um, everybody's going to have it. So, okay. Ben, what have you been
3: up to? In-game, I've tried to do the beta community goal. Uh I tried doing the hutted truckers and things like that against those dastardly pirates. Um, But I think we'll be talking more about that later. Um, I've also restarted Fallout 4, actually. Oh, fantastic. Um, And I've been enjoying that. Um, It was my son's birthday last week, and that was always good fun. Um. What else have we been up to? That's really about all the exciting things I saw. The it's a film so good I can't remember what it was. X Men or something like that. I saw that as well. X. men uh, ex- think it was. The film
0: X-Men. Film. Okay, fair, yeah. fair. Is um, that in? We, we, we. Yeah, it was out. It was out the weekend. We saw Captain America: Civil War. We actually we, we waited a bit and mm. finally I- managed to see that. But anyway, anyway, um, not my turn. Grant, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, uh, well, I, I turned uh, f- well 41 on Saturday, which was, hey, yeah, an eventful day for all the wrong reasons. i will not get into it, but needless hey. to say, typical Woolcott chaos ensued. And although it makes it sound like a great party, it wasn't when you have police involvement. When you don't attended, it's not the party you're at. That kind of thing. Anyway. That was an experience. Uh, Working on the Lave Radio TeamSpeak server, somebody inadvertently um, redirected everybody to the new one, which is not fully configured or set up yet, so I'm working like a beaver on that. Working with my brother on a replacement for the Hutton Orbital radio station as Radionomy looks certain to disappear up its own butthole. And also, while doing that, having a look at it to see whether or not it is a suitable platform to even potentially replace the live radio one um, and be able to okay. play some, you know, commercial music and stuff like that with it in a proper licensed environment as well, which is quite interesting. So we'll get back to you on that. What else have I done? I played some engineers. I was almost involved in the war on beta, all but for the. Um, massive issue that I had to face on Saturday night. Uh, I would have been there having a bit of fun, but it wasn't to be, and that was chaos, but I believe we're going to get to that. And the reason why I did the show notes is because I had to put an apology and a retraction in there for tonight's show from last week's show... (laughs)
0: We always like to dumb. start with those. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Rather
1: than to, to leave it to chance that I'd actually remember what was said, I thought I'd better put this in the show notes and then thought, oh, there isn't any. Right. I better start some show notes and it's in there somewhere. We'll get to it at some point.
0: Fair enough. Okay. So me, Hmm. Well, we've finished the, the teaching year, uh which is nice. It means that actually I'm starting to get a little bit more free time, which is lovely. Um I'm now I think 35% through XCOM, the original XCOM. It's taken me four years to get to, to you know, to where I am. But I, we we shot down last night. I shot down the, the overseer UFO finally. So we just wheeled in the the generator and what have you. No spoilers, obviously four years, people, no spoilers. Um, so yeah, so, uh, so that was, that was good. And you know, the, the nice thing with that is it's a little bit of research really, because, um, phoenix point which i'm working on with 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 julian is going to going to be also turn based so so that was that was quite nice uh, I, who who what, any reason why there's a you know
2: do you know what i think that's a delay i think I think there are still some sound effects i haven't muted which are then going out to twitch which are then being picked up on someone's microphone that are then coming back into skype and he's then going back out over the radio so i think they've changed the audio options
0: uh, okay okay awesome anyway i'm, so, I'm gonna uh, just
3: turn everything down okay are you in bt yeah. chris yeah yeah things have changed a wee bit there
0: <sighs> okay so anyway so so those things happened also, writing at the moment, which is going really well. So I'm on uh, Wisemere Four, which is is great. Is actually is getting done. So Wisemere Four will be out this week. Proofreading on uh, not this week, this year. This year, um, proofreading on Dreams of Chaos, which is nearly done. Uh, yeah, you know, it's been good. We're we're also sort of gearing up for um, going to the Hay Festival this weekend. Coming with my students, which would be really nice. Talking to them about you know sort of the end of the year getting new students in for next year, got a couple of conference papers I've got to do, you know, the exciting stuff that academics do. But the the good fun thing was um, I managed to rebuild the music studio in the loft, which is is my, you know, my play computer, and it is now, of course, um, uh, warm enough for me to use everything in the loft, which is great. But um, primarily I got all the keyboards plugged back in, so it means Chris may get some, some music for Escape Velocity, and he may get some music for the Chaos Reborn audio, which is, you know, hopefully New will be. Music. Woo. Hopefully, will be good. Um, so yeah, yeah so. And and we've been doing a little bit of Karen and I've been doing a bit of Lavecon organising. So we've been putting together the VIP packs, um, starting to talk about the adverts that we're going to be producing for some of the Lavecon sponsors, and yeah, you know, yeah, you, you busy, busy, busy at Stroud Towers as usual. So. Um, Oh, and drawing a tent, you know, I don't know if that counts. Anyway, right. So, if you want, you can join us live. We're hanging out in-game, or rather I'm not, but some of the others are. Uh, are you guys in beta this evening?
2: Uh, I'm in beta, uh, and I'm in open, um, right. but because it's my first go into it, I'm not sort of hanging around anywhere. I'm going to be flying around and looking at different features. Fair, fair. Uh, anybody
3: else in beta this evening? I'm in normal rather than in beta. Um, okay. And although I am currently 200 odd light years away from Lave, I don't know how. <laughs> I have no so, idea how I ended up here,
0: but so, I will so get we there won't, soon enough. We, we, we won't be hanging around Lave Station, but we'll do our best to I'll get, get there, there to Lave Station I'll at some point enough. this evening. Uh, some may be in beta, some may not be in beta. They might be in, uh, in normal. Um, and if you can't get us in-game, we're also on the IRC chat channel, which you can access through LaveRadio.com slash live. Somebody uh, obviously is is desperately tunneling through the floor to um, to access that right now, um, and of course we're also live on Twitch, which uh, we've been talking about just before. Okay, so let's launch into the stuff. Let's launch into what we're we're up to. So to start with, um, what you've got down here, Grant, is you've got something tonight. To Lave radioactivity in game. What's that about?
1: That will be a template line that's probably been left in there from the last... (laughs) (laughs) Love you. You But generally... yeah. No, the, the intention was always when we were doing a, a live broadcast to be running some live radio network activity in-game while yes. we broadcast, so doing missions and things for live radio. And also just to do a recap of what the current um, influence levels are, what kind of things people yeah. should be doing. But frankly, I think we've made it precisely jack. Beep uh, amount of progress with Lave Radio Network. It is just very, very difficult at the low percentage to get enough missions to be able to make a big influence. But it'll take an effort. We'll maybe uh, recruit some truckers. And once we've finished with the trucker issues over at George Pantazzi's, uh, if we can yeah, crack that's... George Pantazzi's, then we can rush Jar to the Lave Radio Network's aid and, and try and get some percentage points on the board.
2: Come on, Grant. Call I think live the problem break. is Lave is a yeah i think i think the problem is lave is a really popular system so even sort of occasional players who aren't allied with any groups and aren't kind of doing anything particular you know lots of people head out to lave to pick up rares and just visit it because it's lave so i think the controlling faction just picks up a lot of extra business i don't think anyone really is working for them deliberately um but, you know i think they just get that advantage don't they
1: Rares does make it very tricky. It's what rares and the size of the one of the factions in George Pantazi's is what's been causing us to be months to crack that system. Because if you take your hand off, your eye off them for. Too long, they gain so many percentage points so quickly due to the amount of trade and rares being bought from the system that it uh, just boosts the influence on a daily uh, It's like free influence daily for them a real a real tricky one to try and beat so live radio's a um live station is a tough nut to crack and it's going to take a pretty serious effort, but the benefit is that the controlling faction's not a big multi system one, so it's not too many fronts to fight on, so we can do it, but it'll take a bit of effort.
0: Well, you know, it uh, it depends if we want to. I mean, you know, we've we've had this discussion before, but of course, that's you know down to down to the people that are playing. So, um, so that's uh, that's all good. I, I do like the fact that it's a busy system, though. I mean, it's it's lovely that you know that's used a lot, and I think Frontier have done a, a good job of meaning that. You know, okay, so we've got a lot of rares, but Lavian and Brandy is is quite a cool rare. You know it's quite nice to uh, to see that that's getting traded around and that you know that people are using it which is is great all right so if there's uh no network activity, we will hope to to do that as Grant says hope to do that more probably during the summer i would think um you know it'd be really good to be able to be in a situation where we can you know sort of put together a I don't know, a race, a run, uh, an idea, a, a couple of things would be quite cool. So um, if uh, we're not doing that, let's move on to the newsletter and um, we'll start with that. So at the top, uh, no, Ben, I'm going to ignore your typing. Uh, okay, so from the top of the newsletter, we've got the announcements about Horizons um, and we've got uh, all the information related to the release date, related to the other bits and pieces, related to to the the different things that are are going on down there. The Clash of the Titans event, I see quite a lot of uh, of other things that uh, particularly caught my eye. Um, One thing that I have noticed, and, and I think it's pretty clear to point out, maybe I've pointed it out before, I don't know, I might have done, but have you guys noticed how... Over 125 newsletters How much the graphics Of the game have improved Really does look prettier And prettier and prettier uh, As as we look At more and more of these newsletters Don't know if you, you think that
1: Yeah I think so I mean you, you definitely get um, Certainly when you look at the YouTube videos As well Sydney uh, mm. Ant and the likes of them They're getting these amazing screenshots I mean Horizons I think was the the big flip. The minute you get those SRV pictures, where it looks, uh, let's say, not like a like a real SRV, but it looks like a genuine model or remote control car yeah. on the surface of a planet with a beautiful sky cast behind them. And it, is, it is stunning. Something about newsletters that I, I wanted to raise. Just as you saying that, weren't they meant to stop? And did they not just stop... And then you had to go to a community site... To read the the news... Why did they come back? Does anyone know?
0: No idea...
3: I think Um, I know... Um... Right... It went to the, uh, the community site for just one day... Just one newsletter... Whilst they did some work... And then... Sometime I think last week... I got an email saying... Dear Ben... What things would you like? When would you like it? And I said I want everything and I want it when it comes out. Um, But I said all that, but I didn't actually get newsletter 125. Uh, I got emails saying, Dear Ben, this is now going cheap on the store. And other bits and bats like that. But I didn't actually get the proper newsletter with Sandy's article and all these other things that we're going to be talking about in a bit. Uh, I, I think there might be things still to go.
0: Uh, um, did, did anybody? Did anybody quite understand what Ben said then?
1: A, li- a, a little bit, but then I'm going to ask Ben. Yes. <laughs> right, front right. front you, Redone. I don't everything. think it was. Yeah, they were they're working on this sort of um, nominate a special day for yourself and all this all kind of that, stuff as well. That, and know, that's that's totally irrelevant to the newsletters. Right. Yeah, but it's they're they're doing stuff. Lots of stuff. But I thought the newsletters were stopping and we were moving no, to a web based. No, 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 no. That was just a one. It was just for that one.
0: Yeah, okay, well that nice. explains Okay. Alright. So so that that was uh that was the the upshot of it. I mean I I did notice I got there were a, I don't know, three or four newsletters where I didn't get them. And then now I'm getting them again, which, uh, you know, which seemed a little strange. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, I, I genuinely like them and I'm glad that, uh, glad that I am getting them. I think it's particularly useful to, you know, to sort of stay in touch. But the, the point, I was going to come back to the point about the graphics. You see, I don't know if you remember that other game when it released a Top Gear parody um, trailer. There was a moment where Star Citizen did that and they put in a particular ship and they had the, the sort of the camera lingering on the, the decals and the, the detail and the, you know, the, the skin of this particular ship. And at that point, I looked at that and I looked at the ships in the Leak Dangerous and I thought, oh, well, you can see there's a fidelity difference here. You know, there, there's actually quite a considerable amount more, um, you know, design going into that than there is going into this. And I think the gap is closing quite rapidly in that regard. Some of the screenshots I'm seeing now, some of the videos I'm watching now, they look, you know, comparatively. I mean, Elite's a little bit more matte than gloss um, by comparison. I think that's fine. Um, complete. Great. Thanks for that. Um, so, but it does mean that uh, we're seeing, you know, we're seeing very, very pretty pictures of the ships, you know, which I think is great. Okay, so what else did anyone notice from the newsletter? Any things that you wanted to pick out?
3: Horizons is coming for the Xbox? <laughs> I that, that's kind of a big one.
0: Yeah, sure. You know, I mean obviously that's that's a, a first pointer. Um, we've got we've got uh we've got prices indicated. We've got 19.99 uh in pounds sterling for the expansion, 29.99 in dollars, uh 24.99 in euros and one thousand four hundred and eighty nine in rubles? rubles. Russian rubles. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Excellent. Okay. So gives you a you know a clear indication of um uh you know of the 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 sort of market penetration I guess as well doesn't it?
3: We know that elites always been fairly large in in Russia mm. and things like that, which is what I'm guessing you're getting at. But I think yeah. the price has come down by a couple of quid, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, it does appear to have. Um, I think it was 25 foot
3: or something like that, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, it, also, the deluxe edition, which I'm assuming by deluxe edition they mean with the original game, right? Yeah.
3: And right, and, so, and the oh, £10 of skin packs and things like that.
0: Gotcha. So that's at £39.99 uh, pound sterling, $59.99, uh, €49.99 Euros and €2,999 ribbles. Um so yeah so no it's great to you know to see the Xbox players catching up in terms of you know having access to the different bits and pieces it's not far different now is it really 26th of may to 3rd of june that's not a lot of difference at all
3: i'm sure okay yeah the poor xbox guys they've been waiting well, almost six months well basically six months but that's still six months less than the mac users are waiting they're still not going to get it
0: Okay, well, that, I mean that's fair. Um, do you mean as in um, with the beta? Do you mean in those terms? Because obviously, well, what, what do you mean? It.
3: I mean, the Mac users are still no announcement whether or not they'll ever get Horizons.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Of course, of course, and of course, we're talking about two different things, aren't we? We're talking about Engineers Two Point One, and we're talking about Horizons. So actually, the comparison, oh. you know, is is slightly different. So yeah, so it's, her, it's my bad.
3: Um, on Xbox they will be getting engineers as well so oh, okay. I'm sure frontier have basically said when when xbox when horizons comes to xbox it will have parity with the pc game
0: oh well that's great so actually it is narrowing the development window in oh, that yeah. regard um so yeah i mean that that might be the advantage of their you know the compatibility of their engine so of course they've you know they're very practiced in in xbox and uh, and pc deployment so it's probably why the you know, certainly the Mac is still a little bit little behind.
3: It's basically because OS ten are using a version of OpenGL that's about fifty bazillion years out of date. And they right, don't sure. seem to want to actually update it.
0: Yeah, fair. Okay. All right. Um so uh further from that, they've announced that there's going to be a launch live stream, um which they'll be inviting a number of the elite, dangerous developers to come and chat, um, and they're expected um, during the expected server downtime. So that <laughs> I wonder how you manage that. That sounds a little bit problematic. They're going to basically update the servers, and while they're updating the servers, people are going to go to talk on a live stream from one pm on May the twenty sixth. Now, I'm wondering how many people will get called onto the live stream to talk about stuff and then yanked off the live stream to fix something. Do, do, do you think that might be a, a recipe for how it will work? That makes it all the more worth watching, though. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah,
2: no, no you can't stream anymore. We need you. Everything's broken.
0: Oh no <laughs> Or or you know, now join us live. Cut cut live to the to the server just as it updates and you you'll get the, you know, you, you're thinking either you'll get the really boring picture, which is like a, a green bar, you know, that sort of or red bar going to greens, like a, a, a Formula One Grand Prix light, like, or you get <laughs> Doc, Doc from Back to the Future standing there with a pair of cables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, no, you know, it does sound, it sounds a little bit like open development. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Very yeah. open development, um, <laughs> but you know, good luck to them. I think uh, I think it will be be interesting uh, to see.
3: Being boring and taking it into reality for a second, it's probably going to be people like Sandy and so on. And I yeah. suspect that Sandy isn't actually involved in pressing the button.
0: No, sure, and he probably doesn't do much much fire extinguisher work in terms of <laughs> yeah <laughs> or or little bugs and what have you. But it, it you know, we've It's we, a, we it's can a funny
3: idea, and we like it.
0: <laughs> we can pretend, can't we? Can we? But- yeah, we can, but I hope. Or, you know, maybe they should. Maybe we should get get Beaker should. We get that spot on or something, yeah. No, I was thinking they'd get Beaker in, you know. Beep. <laughs> you know, it, he, he usually looks like he's panicking, so it's, I'll be fine. Just get him to run around, that'd be alright.
3: That sounds like an awesome idea to
0: me. <laughs> we get the
3: Swedish <laughs> Shepherds as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's a bit calm. You know, you want, you want somebody who's, who goes a bit nuts, you know, animal. You know that would be fun. <laughs> animal and Beaker. <laughs> animal on Beaker. What kind of show um, is this? Uh, you know, uh, d- please do feel free to comment on the Facebook Live Radio page as to who you think might be Animal in the Frontier Develop- Developments team, and who you think might be Beaker in the Frontier Developments team. I'm sure we can uh, help you well, out with we, that. Are too. we
2: seriously debating who's Animal? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure we know the answer. Don't yeah, need to read really. <laughs> I've even got pretty good ideas who B could, could be. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, moving on in the newsletter, um, I do notice, just scrolling down a little bit um, in the newsletter, that there is a, a, a sort of done-up picture. We have two done-up pictures in here, one of which I think is Grant's, which I believe is your... Um, your uh, uh, your Ned Stark picture with David Braben's head on it. I'm fairly sure you no. did that one. Grant. It's not. It's not. It's not mine. It's inferior. Uh, okay. Fine. Fine. Okay. But the other one I was going to talk about first was the one of Zach. Uh, <laughs> Zach is the Godfather. Um, <laughs> that 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 is quite a picture, isn't it?
3: Very disturbing.
0: Yeah, it, you know, th- there's,
3: there's an eye. It's
0: title though. It's um, Don Antonacci. <laughs> it, there's an eyeline there, and I'm worried about that cat. I really am worried about that cat. I'm <laughs> looking at that cat and thinking, you know, what happens if he gets angry? Well, I Not guess we'll cat. be having Chinese for dinner. <laughs> so anyway, so um, that picture highlights the. Um, uh the action where basically Zach has called out the Hutton Orbital truckers. Um he wants a, a battle royale, um uh, which I I believe that um uh that's that's going to take place in Wolf three five nine, am I right, gentlemen? No. Okay. Well,
1: yes, but but no. But okay. no. Okay. And in fact, definitely not. No, and it was it was meant to happen on Saturday night. But right. um, I'm not sure when. Do we have a, a section where we we're going to go into that in a bit more detail? It ah, uh, was just gotcha. one of these ones where everything that could go wrong went wrong, but it was actually in the wise. Um, is it the wise? Yeah, the weird, is is it it weird. weird. Weird, it- weird. I always think gotcha. it's wise. Weird and yeah, in an ice ring battle, but oh, complications galore. It ended up being um, a free for all, and people who turned up had a lot of fun, but there was. Frustration because it was meant to be a certain way and it just didn't work out that way. There was meant to be a community goal, it didn't happen, and all these kind of things. So just a little
0: bit of glips and um, yeah, glitches sure. that kind of tarnished okay. it a little bit, just a bit. All right. Well, well, we'll go through that in more detail in a minute. No, sorry, I, I I did wonder. I did see obviously the other stuff. I did wonder if the two things were the same thing. Now I uh, I understand. Thank you for illuminating that. Still going back to the picture. Worried about the cat. Really worried about the cat. Okay. Um, now, on down in the newsletter then, we've got um, some stuff from Sandro here. He's talked through the situation with engineers, and I know you guys have got a little bit of a um, an issue with some of the stuff here relating to engineers. Uh, wasn't there some discussion about there being a, a slight... Um, uh, was it miscommunication or was it uh, that it doesn't quite do what people thought it did with regards to NPCs? Is that right?
2: Well, I can I can clarify my confusion because having not seen any of the beta and not having been really up to date in the last two weeks, um, when people have been talking about having a reputation with, with engineers, I naturally assumed that the way to build your reputation with with an engineer is to kind of, you know, is to do missions for them. So what I'd assumed that as part of this new missions thing that's coming out with engineers, that each engineer would have certain, you know, mission requirements. And, uh, you know, in the same way that you can do missions for a faction, I figured that the engineers were basically a faction that you would do missions for, and that's how you get reputation with them. Um, but it turns out, apparently, that the 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 engineers don't have missions, and the, 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 the new missions and the engineer stuff is completely different, and that's not how it works.
0: Right, okay. So, yeah, so essentially are we, are we suggesting then, and guys, you know better than me, are we suggesting then essentially it's a little bit like a bolt-on um, with some connections across to the other aspects of the game? Is that right? Yeah,
1: it's, it's a bit, it's a bit yeah. more... Yeah, it's a bit more involved. I mean, it's 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 more like you've bumped into some you know IT geek that's never comes out of his house. He just sits there twiddling with wires and watching you know some kind of dodgy teenage soap operas on on television during the day. Right, so he's just sitting there all day, and you know what, he can't even be arsed to get off his backside to go and feed himself, so he just sits there and waits for pilots to come by, and says, ah, oh, have you brought me something that I can use to get money, or, is it, it could be a bounty, it could be something else, and then it's, oh, I could really go some fish, and it just seems to be that that's kind of the way that it's <laughs> been... Um, It kind of starts, and then it's a case of trying to collect the bits and pieces for the different things. So it's not quite as out or or as disconnected as as I felt that Powers was. Right. And it does have an element of, there's a bit of fun to it, really. And then there's a sort of random factor of the effects that it might have on your ship uh, that's quite fun as well. But, yeah. Uh, that's. Uh, I think people thought they would be running missions in order to get a higher reputation, in order to sort of. But it's more like uh, reach you know, level two, and you've unlocked the engineer. It's more like you know, bring us some of this, and then you've unlocked. It's not like oh, and my brother's better than this than me. So if you bring more of that, maybe he'll help you. It's unlocked. Now help me with my ship. I brought you the stuff. Oh, and some fish. Um, can you do this? And he goes, well, have a look at it, you know, rubs his chin, disappears, has a pot noodle, a cup of coffee, and you take off and your ship rattles. Is that That's kind of gonna
3: thing. That's going to cost you,
0: mate. Yeah. So essentially you're, you know, and, and this is what we've got, and we've got this as um, as Sandy's uh, posting, I think uh, you've you've got this. Um so it effectively is getting specific mods by calling in favours. I think that's what you're, you're saying, Grant, isn't it? Um, so the, yes. <laughs> so the, the, the quote from Sandy is, Hello, commanders, for the clarity, when you call in a favour, you guarantee the experimental effect you want, and you guarantee that this effect is generated for the upgrade. None, nothing oh, no, in this no, procedure no, is
1: relevant. No, nope, stop you there. No. That's not how it currently works. Right. It currently works there's no guaranteed particular outcome as such. It's right. a case of they're talking about that the feedback from everybody was we'd really like to have a bit more control. Ah, so it's right. okay. creating a a kind of a reputation with that engineer that will be used as buying a favor in order to select what you want him right. to do. I I believe that's my understanding of it. I could be completely wrong. I always so it's so the original
0: so the original intention was random, and he's trying to make it less random. Correct.
1: Well, he's, he's trying to, yeah, because people were a bit like, well, you know, if, if my friend's been to that engineer and he's got laser beams yes. that, he, or they, you know, that cook cook ships yeah. really, really quickly, I want the same or here's a, a sort of more um, probably more realistic is you have upgraded your ship, he's done a good job on your beam lasers and you've gone out and you've gone, yeah, I can shoot everything only to find out that you can't. So yeah. you've then cut your ship back after the insurance payout because I'm not entirely sure if insurance payout reinstalls your modified Equipment or not, it does. I know that's something that, it does. That, that does this. Oh, well, that's a complete waste of time. It should make you go back and do it again and then call in a favor. Can you do the same again, please, mate?
0: Okay, so, um, so, uh, then going through and you know, having Sandy's quote here is possibly should I not read the rest of what's here? Is it too confusing in no, terms so basically of basically
3: uh, Sandy's saying that's their intention? I don't, even, I don't, I'm. I'm hoping we'll get that on uh, uh, Thursday, but I wouldn't want to embed it. Yeah.
2: I think he's clarifying what he wrote in the newsletter, because in the newsletter right. he explained that they were going to take away the random stuff to do with crafting, and I think post-newsletter there was questions that still remained over over what he was was sort of explaining. But
0: gotcha.
2: I think from my point of view, I think the... I mean, I know I was on a previous episode, we, we debated the intention of it i think making having any kind of random element in the crafting was completely the wrong call to make Mm. and even on paper i think it was completely the wrong call to make Um, and i think the kind of what seems to be near universal response of this is a really bad way (laughs) to do crafting um has kind of demonstrated that but i have to say i like what they've come up with rather than just saying you know you can now have control over crafting if you actually now make it a thing where asking for something very specific from an engineer kind of burns a little bit of your goodwill with them and then you actually have to build up some more goodwill with them in order to kind of get something else from them actually i like the way that works i like the way that works in a game playing sense i like the way it works in a role playing sense and i like it in a in a narrative sense i think it it's like this thing of you know what have you done you know what have you done for me lately? Uh, mm. <laughs> I've been watching. I've been watching a bit of um, Arrow. I'm v- vastly behind on Arrow, but I've been catching up with it, and I quite like the fact that there's this scene where he like he's always going to like this Russian cartel to call in favours and stuff, and they sort of work together. And then he goes and basically gets a favour from them that they don't want to give, but he pushes it through, and they kind of say. That's fine, but this is the last time you and I do business together, and I like yeah. that. I like the mm. idea of kind of burning your bridges to get something really important. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I, it, I think it could work well for the game.
0: I think I see that. Um, the obviously the narrative angle is you know is kind of key. It gives it a bit of personality, and actually I think I can see what you're um, what you're driving at there in terms of it it, it doing that. Um, and you know, I guess the intention then is a little bit towards. Um you know the the maverick idea that Grant mentioned if you don't have somebody who's a bit random in terms of what they're producing then then they aren't really a maverick, are they? so okay, all right, so essentially they've locked down the randomness a little bit um within one process that you know that kind of offers a payoff, so I think that's you know that's quite interesting in terms of of what we've got um any other things in the newsletter that we wanted to go through? Gentlemen, I think anything that was at all? all Sorry
3: <laughs> unless you're wanting to say anything about the storyline stuff, Alan. Uh yeah,
0: you know, I mean obviously there's there's more on the uh the Reddit AMA series. Yeah, I think is is quite interesting. They appear to have uh, you know, that's that's gone on really nicely. So, you know, we, we did that a while back and um you know now we've got more going on. Um you've then got um, some of the stuff related to the different uh, community goals you've got the usual stuff related to it. and interesting that we've now got beta only community goals by comparison to major community goals so that's that's interesting in itself um, and yeah you've you've got a little bit of uh, uh, you know the, the shout outs to to different people I love that picture of the uh, the planet with the Sun that's that's sort of um, you know highlighting all the red that is very pretty uh, and then David Braben as Ned Stark um which apparently isn't grant um i i think your one was was michael brooks wasn't it well no i've done everyone but that's just because i'm a dirty photoshop slug
1: <laughs> um no the one i had was alpha is coming because uh, it was be way 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 oh, yeah. way back um, uh, and yeah, we had quite. A, I think he also had winters coming in. We had him in woolly jumpers. But
0: <laughs> um, if, incidentally, if there is a moment that we would plug Game of Thrones, this would be the moment to plug Game of Thrones. Um, if people aren't watching season six of Game of Thrones, yeah, it's amazing. I, you see, I I intentionally didn't do that. I didn't say anything. But you know, it is is amazing I'm loving loving season 6 of Game of Thrones okay so back to our you know our current topic so that about does us then for the newsletter and I think we're going to cut to adverts aren't we Ben?
3: we can do when I to have out the game <laughs> oh you know okay <laughs> and conveniently enough I've also just got to slave station well that's have, ha- excellent have you got have you got the advert Ben? you mean this advert? On the far side of the bubble. On the dark side of an airless moon. On the slightly more interesting side of a ravine. There lived... The Engineer. The Engineer can make your lasers... More powerful. Your engines speedier and your gas tank really really
1: big
3: what do you want? I want
1: fish wait what? that's right fish carp, char, chub, jack loach, crabby, muckabase prickleback, sole, snook, snake tang, wapu, wapagong, banjo, banga, snook, soul shad, scat. Come on by with the long-nosed cat Niddlefish, fish northern squaw Hooma hooma nuka nuka Wapa. Uh. What about Swedish fish? Why the hell not? Thanks, mister! You're in the wrong commercial Well, shit. fish, because, you know, space! Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions?
0: Aww. Oh, nice to be saved. Ah. Oh, anyway... So, back into where we are, and uh, had gone through the newsletter, I think it's time we moved on to the main discussion then, folks. So, the first thing I've got here is the Rise to Power Dangerous Games wildcard correction. So, what are we looking at there? <coughs> that, that's my mistake from last Aha. week. Ah, I did think it was your mistake from last week, Grant. I thought it was best that you kind of... Mentioned it and um, <laughs> went through it for us.
1: Well essentially I, I kind of last week may have alluded to the fact that the the vote put the EG pilots through. Um, unfortunately that's not correct. That's not quite as simple as that as I thought it was, you know. Heaven forbid we ran on a first past the post system. It's not it's not it's not even proportional representation. No, in this particular one it is the top five voted factions will go into a mini community goal tournament and the winner of that tournament will then go through to the final so eg pilots wills of janai who actually are a really nice bunch of people i've been chatting to them tonight Adels armada coalition blackbird squadron and united german commanders coalition who equally are nice because they sent me a mug a while ago <clears throat> Not that I can be bought. But all five of those will be going through to the next mini-tournament of Community Goals where they will battle each other and the winner will go through to take that last slot in the Rise to Power final tournament and then they'll be doing even more Community Goals. Uh, It sounds like an awful lot of a lot of trucking going on and there's only one group of people that's suited and qualified to do such a thing so we're looking forward to all bribes and sealed envelopes arriving in Hutton Orbital in due course (laughs) Uh,
0: It it does sound like quite a pyramid with many many steps Um, does make you feel a little bit sorry for the Imperial Inquisition as well who by comparison to 9% of the vote got 8.5% of the vote so the very narrowest of margins uh, haven't gone through to the top five, um, which uh, which I think is is obviously is you know a little bit uh, for them. Um, that said, though, you know, a quarter of the votes to EG. I'm assuming EG Emperor's Grace. Well, could be. Did I, you know? I don't know who EG Pilots are. I was wondering if it was Emperor's Grace. You know. Anyway, I'm not entirely sure. Okay, okay, maybe it isn't. you know that it'd be interesting to to know which group E.G. pilots are, and you know just uh, get in touch. I, I take it none of, none of us are in touch with E.G. pilots.
1: Not, 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 not intentionally or, or, or um,
0: consciously. I okay. might be, but I'm not sure that I am <laughs> or not. You, you don't know if you're touching an EG pilot or not. Okay. Um, well, okay. If uh, you know, if any of the the top five want to uh, just get in touch with Lave Radio, talk a little bit about the process and um, what they end up involved in. Uh, info at LaveRadio.com. Always there, and uh, obviously. Some of us are involved with the Hutton Trackers, so, um, you know, if they feel like they need a hand, then I'm sure they'll be talking to, to you know, to, well, to to the, you know, the relevant people there, won't they? They'll be uh, talking to you, Grant, or they'll be talking to to David uh, uh, Vington. Um, yeah. yeah you know. Letters to faction team at com,
1: and they will take your applications and bribes there uh, on the level.
0: Uh Okay, so um, now the Truckers and Pirates beta community goal snafu. So we were saying earlier it went a little bit wrong um, this weekend in terms of what was was going on, Grant. Did you want to... I mean, were there any any things that could be learned from the way in which um, that, you know, obviously good intentions, um, wanting to do something massive...
1: Absolutely. I mean, we're we're not talking about things um, being catastrophic. What happened? What what should have happened is there were going to be community goals that were combat bound, combat bond released in the uh, the weird system, whereby you could either be a trucker or Don Anthony's pirates. You would then cash them in, and of course, the winner of the community goal would be the overall winner with the massive meet up on the Saturday night in one of the combat zones in order to duke it out directly. With wings on both sides, we deployed our new uh, Hutton Orbital um, event organiser editor... Which had the acronym of Hori, but that's just another unfortunate way that we uh, spelled it. Never mind, and it allowed us to sort of have pilots sign up, tell us what ships they were, and then it would create this beautiful wing organization and show you all the ships involved. And it was really quite impressive, and it was really exciting. Unfortunately, the community goal didn't kick in, and then I think it did late. I'm not entirely sure that it did. At all, but then the combat zones failed to materialise as well, so we changed the location of the battle from the A2 to A5, and it's still... Didn't materialise, so it ended up with people going to a res, a res site and just attacking and, and battling there. And I think some people swapped sides because the trucker turnout had dwindled somewhat. With well, Dave being unavailable because he was working, and myself being unavailable as well. It would be my birthday, and then having no uh, a bit of a drama in the evening. It fell on to the mighty Hober to hold things together, along with uh, Sean Nocty and uh, Rob Cooper. I'm just sorry if... No, Brett Cooper. I'm sorry if I get the names wrong. Who held the trucker side up there and kept the event going. And everybody who was there... And this is one of the things that is just so wonderful about the elite community. I know we keep blooming harping on about it, but until such times as is demonstrated otherwise, and we don't keep getting it reinforced by people being bloody brilliant then we we have a duty just to keep going on about it because the team speak obviously for live radio team speak server has now not officially moved over yet um it is in the process i am in the process of setting up the new server which is uh TeamSpeak.LaveRadio.com You're welcome to go and jump in and have a look and everyone seems to be in there but everybody who was on on the Saturday night have been popping back in and friendships have been made between truckers and diamond frogs and pirates as I say It's just... It's just nice to meet people, have a chat, and then get along. And then suddenly this Elite Dangerous universe might still be a dangerous... But there's something different about being interdicted and chased down by someone you've had a chat and a giggle with, and you know they're going to rob you, than a complete stranger. And it just adds that little, oh, I don't know, tolerance level goes
0: up. Yeah, it's a bit of insulation, isn't it? You know, It's a bit of insulation where by to kind of know it's only a game. And that, that does kind of help a little bit. I mean, you know, some people are always going to feel a little bit precious about these things, and and some people aren't. You know, some people are going to feel quite um, like you know they're playing with non people. You know, so they don't they don't really you know see see the people that they're fighting as you know as as actually having any cares or uh, or anything else. You know that they they exist for their enjoyment. But um, certainly, when people get a cha- chance to talk to each other. It's always a, a much better thing. It was um, a very interesting comment, someone said it to me many years ago at a LARP event related to this. Um, was when an individual who had been you know, sort of nominally on the sort of good medieval sort of side, as it were, you know, very upstanding knight in chainmail and so on, uh, got a chance to have a bit of a, a pint and a drink. With someone who usually plays an assassin, usually kills people, usually does this, that, and the other. And uh, you know, they got to know each other, and and he happened to mention the assassin guy. Happened to mention that um, uh, he was a care worker, you know, in his normal life. And the, the other guy just just looked at him as as if he was sh- you know totally shocked, and he just went, "I'm a real person," you know, <laughs> which I think is part of the thing, isn't it? You know, that's 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 part of the thing. Is you know everybody gets an idea of why, um, you know, that people exist outside of games, and games are games, I think is is interesting. So, yeah. Ah, okay, Ben, you've managed to find some information from Gimi. Okay, well done. Um, so, yes, EG Pilots are not to be confused with Emperor's Grace. They are a, a dedicated Russian group. Um, could surprise a few people if they're going to... Yeah, yeah, okay, so... Um, It'd be really, really nice to see, actually, it'd be really, really nice to see a dedicated Russian group get in on that and, uh, you know, would would demonstrate quite clearly in terms of what we already talked about this evening about, um, you know, the popularity of the game and where it's popular across the world. So, yeah, interesting stuff. Okay, all right. So, um, so essentially then, um, do you think there was anything from that slight you know sort of problem in terms of the way in which it ended up coordinated anything in terms of a learning curve for things that you know that would be coordinated as a live event in future graham
1: well you know we've well, the thing is that you know these community goals are, are a great way of being able to measure a competition between two uh-huh. sides so it's a it's an awesome thing to have that as a, a way of of doing the event uh, i think Potentially, the the difficulty with community goals still comes down to the fact that you could do that, and one side could turn up in a private group and just tackle NPCs, while the other group is, you know, fighting in the the open mode. It doesn't. I I still refute the fact that that has a significant change because it's open to everyone, and everyone ends up being happy and playing it the way they want. And equally, um, as truckers can do, we can see where what missions we need to do and go in there and force and tackle it at that time in order to swing percentages. And although it can be tough, with the right numbers and the right effort, you can do it. So I think the open versus uh, private groups isn't as big a difficult thing to overcome if you think you're being you know, usurped by people using that tactic. But uh, we know we've got another uh, Xbox expedition to Hutton Orbital this weekend, so the Hutton truckers, the Hot Boxers, are going to be doing their very first Hutton convoy, and I shall be there with them. We will have some more PvP events in the future, no doubt. We'll have some big trade routes coming up soon there's a quite a few wee little things in the pipeline that we're working on including we'd quite fancied at lavecon finding a planet and using a, a sort of tag system for people to take over for a bit to to drive an srv the full circumference
0: <laughs> yeah that could be could be interesting. Um... Also, you know, I mean, we, we're we at the moment we're shaping up in terms of what um, community group events we want to run at LaveCon. I think what might be, you know, something we've already discussed might be um, having something going on at the event that we then know that um, individuals from outside the event can kind of, you know, check in on and find out what uh, what's going on. So I think that could be quite a nice coordinated sort of thing, as it were, you know, lots of Lots of of Lavecon skins, perhaps uh, being displayed on ships, would be would be very nice. But anyway, we'll we'll wipe that all out. I'm sure it will. Uh, I'm sure it will go down very well. Okay, so uh, moving on from there, we have an article here from Rock Paper Shotgun, uh, which talks about the engineers. Um, so it's nice, you know, to see a little bit of uh, a little bit of media exposure. This one. Um, posted up by Alice O'Connor on May 20th, um, and that gives the, the official release date. I, I don't know this time whether the official release date, you know, who knew first. I don't know if you guys remember from the Kickstarter at times, we the shareholders knew first. Um, uh, it'd be interesting to know who knew first this time. Um, but anyway, so, um, so yeah, it's fairly short, fairly short and sweet, but um, covers... Most of the details of uh, of what's going on, and uh, you know, as as is their want, you know, with anything on a uh, an internet computer game magazine or anything else where you're, you're putting something up, um, they've got an opportunity to, to showcase showcase some of the gorgeous graphics. So it's always always nice. Okay, um, that would be that. So then we should move on. I think to community corner.
2: Just before we do, I don't have thought, yeah. you know, because there's stuff in the newsletter about, obviously, the new price point for Elite Horizons.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it strikes me that, so, you're basically going to be able to get the whole thing now for 20 quid. Um, and, obviously, 2.1 Engineers is later than, you know, any of us expected. Um, they, they had, you know, this thing earlier, for whatever reason, about pushing... into the new financial year And into the new Mm. financial quarter And we've been talking About the fact that clearly If they're talking about maybe another four Major releases within the Horizon Season that actually The third season if you like Of Elite probably isn't going to be December I mean we've sort of made assumptions about Elite seasons being a year December to December with kind of Mm. Five or six major releases throughout the year In between but if we've if they've missed that, and if there isn't going to be another major season release in December this year, and actually the rest of this season is going to be funded from the Horizons price point, which is now £20, mm. does that potentially... Because we, we have promised wild speculation, so here's the wild speculation. Does that potentially leave Frontier with a, a funding problem to get... Horizons, the season complete, in the way they want to do it. Because we've already seen Sandy say people were asking him about um, whether the engineers would have missions, and he'd said, "Oh, well, you know, it was just it was, it was too expensive at the moment to link the engineers stuff in with the mission changes." So, is there a budgetary constraint there now with you know the way
0: the timescale for Horizons is now looking? Yeah, it's an interesting choice of words, isn't it, guys? What What are your thoughts?
3: Frontier, have got millions in the bank. There is not a f- financial problem. I think that's the first thing that I think we need to say.
2: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going down the ball, the, the bandwagon thing of saying I'll oh, find no, Frontier in financial difficulties. But what I am saying oh. is, if they're if they're halving the RRP of the game to start with, and that is what they're going to be charging for it until season three comes along, does that leave them with potentially less budget?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it doesn't necessarily follow. Um, it, it's also there's, you know, there's different levels on which things work. It might be that actually Sandy is is sitting on a, a design budget. You know, he may well have been given a, you know, a. a, a it may well have specked out when you know when the, the project was announced in terms of what they were doing with, um, with season two. It may well have been that that's been specked out in terms of a design budget rather than it you know it being directly related to sales in that regard and and there's probably a time budget there as well and of course you know once you get time over you know uh, sort of delay or you know running once you start to run over time and that might be something also that uh, that affects it any other thoughts on that grant did you want to come in on that No, not particularly. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I I just, I'm noting this evening that um, I'm being left with silences. I do try very hard to to not end up left with silences, but...
1: Yeah, it's it's been a sort of a, a bit of a, a a quiet week now because obviously there's not going to be much going on in between mm. um, the sort of beta weekend there. The last sort of beta blowout is kind of a regional mark of the work stopping on beta, other than finishing tweaks, and then of course the release on Thursday. So yeah, it's well. a bit quiet for for you know things going on, but it's quite a nice little breather, I think.
0: I think, I mean, Chris's point in relation to Sandy's choice of words, I think was interesting. And, you know, and, and certainly, it, you know, it may well, you know, be, be down to the way in which they're attempting to manage the triangle. Um, if, if anyone sort of knows, um, certainly when we, we do anything with film and TV um, or with, with making stuff, making props, um, they always talk about quick, um, cheap and good. And you can have two of those three. Um, so, you know, um, it can be, uh, can be problematic to, you know, to ensure that you get all three of those. Um, so yeah. So anyway, um, I, I do think it's interesting, an interesting point. And I, I don't know if there's a funding issue there. I think they're doing okay in terms of, you know, numbers and everything else, but I mean, we, we, we cannot know, can we? So, you know, it is, it is what it is. um, so if there are no other points on that. We'll move on to the Reddit post we have here, which is entitled Dear FDev, you're making this game a massive grind and it's ruining all the fun we should be having. So for anyone that's not read this, this is over on the, um, uh, on the Elite Dangerous Reddit. Um, this is, um, we, we, can, we can obviously post the, uh, the link up when we, we put the, the episode out. It's by Commander Wintercharm, um, and it's a very long post that essentially goes through the problems related to the updates with engineers that essentially make the grind even more of a grind. Um, and, you know, he's been very good, and he's given some too-long-didn't-read uh, sections and he's also suggested constructively suggested some changes in terms of the way he would um, have it work. So um, it's this is has generated quite a lot of comments. Um, it's showing me about 200 here, so you know I think there are quite a lot more. Um, certainly, everybody appears to you know to have a, uh, a view, or well, not everybody, but you know lots of people appear to have a view on it, um, which. Generally speaking, it can only be good in that, you know, if people are discussing the, you know, the different elements in terms of what's there. So I don't know what um, everybody else's thought is in terms of the grind.
2: It, it, it's I, think the it's grind. I think you can almost grind any game. I mean, yeah. I always joke about the fact that, um, are you guys aware of the game Flower when it came out? I don't, no. know, I don't know how many of you no. came across that, but it was quite a nice, little avant-garde little game. Uh, basically, it was a it was a PlayStation Three game that you controlled using the the sort of the, the rotation motion of the controller, and you were basically a, a flower petal floating through a field, and you would fly through other flowers, and you would build this great stream of flower petals, and each time you hit a flower, it would kind of unlock new notes in the music that was playing in the background so it was kind of an art piece it was a relaxation piece it was a chill out piece it was a stoner's piece however you want to look at it um and it was just this real really weird kind of alternative left field game but <laughs> it came with trophies and one of the trophies was to collect a million flower petals and I finished the game, you know, in terms of the, the experience uh, uh. of the game. I, I finished it having only collected about half a million petals. So I went back and I grinded that game to get the platinum trophy. <laughs> or the gold trophy, whatever it was available. And uh. uh, this was, you know, this was a game that was designed to be counter to grinding. And to provide you with this very experiential kind of yeah. uh, environment. Um, but I still grinded it because they'd they'd give they'd, they'd put achievements in front of me, and <laughs> uh, I wanted them, yeah, so I kind of think that in some respects you bring your own grind to any game mm-hmm. um I mean I grinded you know I suppose people might argue that animal crossing is grindy, but you know i i I spent six hours in animal crossing fishing for one fish that I was trying to get uh. um. So I don't know that you can always blame game designers. That said, there was a really interesting comment further down where someone was saying that there were some people who wouldn't wing up because when you wing up to collect bounties, you halve the bounty. And it's a little bit like that old D&D problem of do you work together on something and share the XP or do you do it yourself and just get all the XP and gold yourself? And actually, there is a valid point there about trying to make working as a team, not diluting the experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, ben is Ben is arguing the. Uh, well, no, not arguing. Ben is is making the point very uh, very directly. Grinded or ground, and you know, to be fair, ground out is the is the correct you know sort of term. But uh, you know, people talk about grinded, don't they? As a you know sort of related to computer games, since the term has has sort of found its found its place in I computer no games. I uh, was asking you language. as a
3: as a English professor professor type person
0: okay um yeah it's it's interesting i mean you grind out something you ground out something in a past yeah. tense well, that's um, right. I was thinking ground would be past tense but i wasn't sure yeah anyway um, that's, that's
3: not what we're talking
0: about <laughs> no sure um what, one thing one thing that is interesting and, and actually i've I, well i think it's interesting you can make a decision about whether it's or not um I, uh, I did a little bit of, of work with the students actually on this about a couple of months ago because we, we do a little bit on game design towards the end of one of the modules. And so I showed them, and I think I may have talked about this a little bit before, um, Hungry Rat. Now, Hungry Rat is the 1948 Yale University psychology study on uh, reward behaviour and the idea of keeping a rat hungry and then making it do something and rewarding it with tiny bits of food, um, and they basically then you know use that as a model to um, to look at behavioral techniques in computer game design and uh, you know it, it it is very interesting that we we will perform tasks for a reward that the tasks themselves might not be the things that we we wanted to do in the first place. Um, so you know we we conform to behavior. That we may not necessarily want, to, you know, want to do ourselves. We but we conform to it simply to get the thing that the prestige, the the flower, um, the the badge, the right on commander, um, just to get you know get the thing that's there. So I you know grind is part of computer game design. I wouldn't say necessarily that it has to be, but you know we do see an awful lot of games that that use it.
2: I should just apologise to those following the video stream I am noticing OBS I don't know if it's changes to the beta or if something has changed in OBS or if something's changed in my settings Um, but it seems to be really struggling with video encoding I'm seeing a lot of dropped frames um, and I'm honestly not sure how to fix it without actually having to kill the stream so might have to put up with it tonight but I will apologise and I will look into uh, working out what those OBS issues are
3: Another day.
0: Sure. That's okay.
3: Interesting I was having that problem last time as well. So going back was to that in the beast Yes, it was.
2: Uh it might just be the not behaving very nicely.
0: Anyway, it takes me for Alan. Uh yeah, uh, um, I, I was gonna say just just going back to the um the issue of the uh the Reddit thread. So I've I've had a little look here. It is quite nice to see that we're getting a, you know, a, an, an involved discussion. Um, obviously, it's come out of a little bit of a, uh, you know, a foot stomp, as it were. Um, not a flounce, you know. I, I don't think this, is, this isn't an individual who's basically throwing all their toys out the pram. What they've done is they've tried to give constructive, you know, sort of uh, suggestions. And I think certainly something we learned from the DDF and from, from subsequently when, you know, suggestions are, you know, were offered um, sometimes we don't necessarily; those of us outside don't necessarily know all the things that are, you know, are going on in terms of how everything fits together. But you know, suggestions always help. You know, they always help in terms of the way in which well, you'd hope that they always help because obviously the people who are trying to suggest them are, are people who care about the game. Um, they did one one thing that's interesting, and this was an observation. This is one I picked up it was actually one of the top observations. This is live on times mit no e mit um, live on time me live on time mit no evil. Anyway, he, he put a post up related to this, and it's been credited with 360 points. So you know, again, the grind in Reddit. You know, well done. You've achieved said points. Um, his <laughs> uh, his point here. Honestly, the most disheartening feeling is wanting to bounty hunt with a friend, and he didn't want to wing up because it halved his profits. so yeah, so it, you know that that very much demonstrates how the bean counter element is you know um, is very interesting in terms of how it, it you know it influences the way in which people play. I certainly remember you know my times of uh, flying around in a freighter trying to do these runs just to, you know, to, to get an upgrade to the ship and then getting my freighter blown up and kind of sitting there and looking at it and going, I hate flying a freighter. Why am I flying a freighter? You know, it, it's it, it's an interesting thing. Um, so, uh, Ben, you've just um, shared up for us Commander Wu's comment, which is, is Grind the inverse of gamification? Fan activity, um, is that uh, less than boring... Versus boring activity is greater than fun, or have I got that the wrong way around? I probably have. Fun I?
3: activity to boring versus boring activity to fun. I think is what he's saying.
0: Ah, okay, fine. Um, I think, sorry, I, I was looking at the triangles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure if it is the inverse of gamification because gamification is is applying game models to non-game things. So you can you can make an argument that loyalty cards. Our gamification, so you know, you you acquire your nectar points. Other loyalty cards are available. Um, you acquire your nectar <laughs> points, and you know, essentially, you've been you've been you're brought into a points based system. So it becomes a, a reward based system in terms of you shopping with your your given store, etc., etc. Um, there are other activities with with advertising. There are you know websites that you can go. That, um, you know, ask you to acquire points based on things that you do. So, I'm not sure that they are inverse of each other because I would argue that you get quite a lot of grind in gamified, um, activity. So, activity that's outside of a game that has been turned into a game, actually, a lot of the time they're wanting you to repeat behavior and conform to a particular model. So, it actually. It, you know, it becomes almost grind, doesn't it, in terms of, of what's there. Um, yeah, yeah so it's interesting.
2: One, one of the things I've started looking at while I've been travelling around and on holiday, um, a friend introduced me to Ingress. Yeah. Is this yep. the thing you've come across?
0: Yes, yeah, the Google so game. So for people yep. who don't
2: know it, yeah, so for people who don't know it, Ingress is a sort of like an ARG, like an augmented reality game. Yep. Uh, basically, it's a GPS game. It's a bit like geotagging. Um, you play it on your phone, and as you walk around your local town or, or really anywhere around the world, you will come across GPS-based locations which are, um, which are called portals. And the idea is there are two teams in the game, and you sort of fight for control of these portals and to create giant triangles that cover the country and these sorts of things. But again, it's you know it is like I say, it is a sort of on the one hand. So playing it on my own, I sort of played it for a couple of days and didn't really get it, and it did feel very grindy because what you're essentially doing is walking around your local town in circles, hacking yeah. these portals over and over to sort of farm XP and items, and I was sort of thinking, well, where's the game in mm. this? But then I got to looking online and talking to my friend who kind of introduced me to it and these sorts of things, and actually, the because of this it's like a, a giant wide game people meet up and they meet up in real life in public places like they'll arrange to meet up in a cafe like in coventry or whatever and then they will go around as a group and they will apply their group experience to taking control of these portals and
0: yeah certainly the way in which certainly the way in which ingress is advertised um it very much advertises itself as a, as a community game and as a group game. And you see quite a lot of, of that very specific activity. So, yeah. No, I, I I totally get you, you know, in terms of where that's coming from. Um, there are others that are, are similar to that. I believe the new Pokemon game is supposed to be um, also making use of, of some of the same kind of GPS idea to try and collect uh, Pokemon. I think that's the the, the plan in terms of the way in which it's uh, it's it's planned to come out, but Ingress is the one that people talk about with ARG at the moment, um, and it, it does influence behaviour. That's that's the whole whole thing is the the idea that it stimulates people to go off and do stuff, you know, rather than playing a game where they're they're static and they're isolated. It stimulates them to go and move and and join join groups that are going and doing things. Take it. No one else has uh, knows Ingress. I know that
3: Flossie and their family play Ingress.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. If if I'm out doing a walk, then uh, I'm barely able to think, never mind breathe, never mind talk, (laughs) never mind operate a smartphone.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, you know, you can think as well in terms of the way in which... um, fitbit works you know the way in which other other apps that work that make use of the technology that's with you it's still it's still points isn't it you know in terms of of what's going on so yeah so it um, so it's still still interesting um so yeah okay all right so um let's move on then and we will uh, sorry chris has just lost us so let's just get chris in if we can
3: ah that 's why uh, i 've just been getting reports that the stream has gone, but i 'm
0: assuming ah.
3: that Ashley is watching Jarvis yeah.
0: yes that, yeah, would, it's that would be it.
3: down the yeah. live website is up the live radio live stream is up still
0: yeah okay um Chris has just said here, um, I was going to say the game design is grindy, but the community aspects override the basic design so yes yeah essentially that's that's that is the point you know the the idea there with ingress is is exactly that and you have other games that kind of played around with those ideas as well prior to to ingress um sort of fragmented transmedia and um, the beast had certain things that um you know that did stuff like that the, yeah there's there's quite a few others I, I i'm probably reaching a little bit without my textbooks to uh, <laughs> to back me up in terms of um uh you know all the different games that have played around with behavior but it it, you know it is fascinating uh, a fascinating area um but to come back to the point in relation to elite dangerous and the reddit um and the you know the thing that's being said about grind you know there is only so far you can get people to you know to effectively to to do tasks to gain the achievements that, you w- excuse me, that you want them to, to gain, there's only so far you can ask them to conform to a set of behaviour. Um, and I take it, you know, I, I don't know what you guys feel about the the current game grind. Do you think it's it's pitched at the right level? Do you think that um, Engineers is going to change that pitch?
3: I think that. Just a new- Sorry. I do think that Engineers is adding even more grind. ...if you're wanting to go and get... ...specific weapons and things like that... ...um... ...but on the other hand... ...now that we've got Sandra's update for... ...less... ...for the... ...oh, asking for favours... ...then that's going to be less of a grind... ...because no longer is it going to be only 1 in 10% chance... ...something like that... ...of even getting a specific update... ...let alone the actual update that you ...let alone the actual special effect that you want... I see
1: her. I was going to say, I was going to say the same thing to you, which is you know basically what. Well, get out just, of my head! It's horrible more, in there. <laughs> adding more grind—that's <laughs> what it is. But no, the grind, the trade grind is 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 tough. Um, having stopped trading and stopped doing the grind, once you come away from it, you do something fun. It's very difficult to get motivated to go back in to do it again. Um, but that's the know, point. Brands. The point is that being elite shouldn't be easy
0: yeah yeah i definitely agree with you there it, it, it shouldn't be easy is this I, I, an excuse that said though i am i am that person on the periphery looking at the the sort of the grind that is needed to do anything um anything more uh yeah I, you know i kind of it does make you from the outside it makes you look at it and go oh my gosh that's a time sink you know and it is quite hard to you know to sort of see the the motivation for for the things that um that uh, you know that might push you forward so yeah i I totally get that I mean that said, if you shortcut that once you're into that system, once you shortcut that there's it you know the reward doesn't feel worth it, does it you know it's like it's like the you you don't have films where characters achieve all the end goals. Without going through some form of, you know, transformational conflicted process, at least you don't have many good films in that regard, um, uh, or you know, sort of long films in that regard. But um, you know, the, the, there is a need for something to um, to pay off the um, to pay off the risk reward. You know, in that regard, you you need something to. To demonstrate that the reward is worthwhile. Um, and so I guess the grind is that kind of substitution, but calibrating it really important because if you don't, people just don't want to do it, do they? And welcome back, Chris. Hello. Sorry about that. Um,
2: basically, my internet just disappeared for about five minutes.
0: Wow. I don't know what happened. I did. I did. Um, uh I did mention your point in relation to ingress um and yeah, so you know we did kind of go through the the bits and pieces of that and you know, and I think it's a really really good point there you know as i said there are there are a whole host of other games that um, that also played around with those particular things um so yeah it uh you know it is interesting how games shape behavior you know i think I think that you know that is interesting in terms of what they do, hmm Okay, so moving on um, So we've, we've talked through that um, the, the next point on Community Corner is whether we have any questions, so um, have we got anything up on Facebook, gentlemen? Anything uh, that anybody's asked?
2: Oh, valid point
3: um, I've yeah, not yeah, seen anything myself
0: Okay, well, you know I, I think that's fair or nothing been asked in game at all. Um,
3: Ashley, fine. Ashley's asking why have I just exploded? Because I shot Ashley. <laughs> um, yeah, I Ashley was shooting their eagle, so I thought, well, I'd shoot all my big guns, and I accidentally clipped for Ashley in her in her his whatever e- eagle, and it's then live station took offence to that for some reason.
0: Okay, so, so you, you, you peed off low station. Well done.
3: <laughs> I did. Oops. I, I have a question. Commander Gimme sent me a
2: picture on uh Twitter while I was away. He's found a um a General Chris Jarvis <laughs> in uh some system or other. I can't actually see where it is. The image on um Twitter's not quite good enough. I think it's hip two oh five two four or something. Okay. Oh, no, that's a group.
0: I was, I was so going to say.
2: Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm pleased that uh, Frontier have adequately represented my cornrows uh, that I that I have in my hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, I've just realised, because I had a crash, that I'm not actually streaming audio to Twitch.
0: Okay. Fail. Right, so we'll let you sort that out. In the meantime, Grant, yes. did you... Did you have a question? Was there a thing? Yeah, I've stumbled across a question, although
1: it's more of a discussion point that was raised in the Twitch chat. But it's a good quick question, Um, certainly seeing as time has passed since the last time we asked each other this kind of thing. What is your best ship in ED and why?
0: (laughs) It's probably not, not best asked or answered by me. Um, are you out of your original
1: Sidewinder yet?
0: <laughs> I'm not. Um, I'm not out of my original Cobra. Um, I've. I, I like the Eagle. I have to say, my, my fondest memories of, of play at the moment are the Eagle. You know, I really enjoyed playing the Eagle. But I've. You know, the ships I've used are the Type Six, the Sidewinder, the Eagle, and the Cobra. That's it. So yeah so you know um, I still like my cobra but, uh, but I do quite enjoy the, the sort of um, when you get to fly the eagle just the, the fact that it's it's just visceral you know you're there just to have a have a fight you know which I think is is nice
1: there's a lot of people that love the eagle. Um... I have to say, my particular favourite ship is the one that you have to physically wrestle with to get the damn thing to turn. I love the T-9. I absolutely love it. There is nothing describes the horror of flying a T-9 just a little bit too fast to make the slot, knowing that you're practically going to knock the station out of orbit. You know, there's just no way you're going to... It is I'm not
2: flying the T9 yet Is it one of these ships that you almost feel like It's actually a little bit Ridiculous flying it with a joystick Should it be more of a, a point and click Course
1: kind of ship Heading <laughs> Set <settings> to <laughs> two three five. <laughs> yes, that would be that would be actually more appropriate. I mean, it's one of these ships where you actually, as you start to lift off the pad, you think actually I'm just going to walk. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just walk. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Just just get arrange a range of courier. It is um, the elephant of the room. It is just oh, but it's delightful. It's just got that kind of. Charm, you can tell when you're on TeamSpeak who's flying a T9 Just by the sheer groans As they try to do some kind of Not evasive manoeuvre, just any kind Of manoeuvre, I mean if my joystick Wasn't metal it would be broken
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I once uh, Karen and I once um, uh, had a holiday On a canal boat and we took a couple of friends And um, One of them who, you know He's a great guy, comes to LaveCon, known him for years uh, Chris knows him you guys have probably met him. Um, he he has a tendency to you know to sort of enjoy uh, you know um, racing games, things you know stuff, and you know drive a little bit faster than I do. Okay, fine. So on a canal boat, when you steer a canal boat, um, you, you're not you're not going that quick, but you don't really have a break. You know what you have is you have how much you're putting in the accelerator, and of course. <laughs> That's him. Uh, we, we just, um, at the time, Karen worked for the waterways. So, uh, you know, we just basically taken the inspection boat out for the, for a weekend. And um, he got a course wobble as we were going down. And we're only doing like 12 miles an hour, but he got a course wobble. So it meant he was listing to the left. And so what he would do is he would, you know, turn the, turn the wheel to, you know, to correct. But of course that many would list too far to the right. And, the amount of time it takes for the boat to register the turn. So he was snaking (laughs) faster and faster down this canal until such point as when there was another boat moored up. (laughs) And of course, snake, 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 crash. (laughs) And of course, you know, it's only a 12 mile an hour impact. So it's not you know both both bounced off each other there was no damage Cam went out to go and talk to the guy it was perfectly fine but you can imagine someone was asleep and then <laughs> and he and he had no concept because of the fact that you know there's no brake he had no concept of the fact that you you had to sort of correct this if you just ease off the accelerator everything slows down and you can kind of Sort yourself out and then carry on You know, he didn't think that way Which I think is really interesting So yeah, I guess the Type 9 might be a little bit the same I don't know, but you know, I'm speculating, Grant
1: Yeah, well There's not much snaking you can do in a T9
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess in space Snaking is, you know, kind (laughs) of <laughs> there's there's no edges just, to the canal.
1: <laughs> it is essentially a ship that follows vectors. In fact, playing in a T nine is kind of like going back to the Spectrum. Uh, what was it called? Color Clash game.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Just a, just a little, uh, you know, your age, kind of. I, yeah, yeah. I you gonna, yeah? yeah, I thought you were going to elaborate, but okay, all right. Uh, ben, you've got a couple of questions. Yeah.
3: No, I'm just thinking. My favourite ship is, or at least the ship that I always keep coming back to. Is the Asp. I love my Asp. Um... Yeah, ignoring the Leifcon skin on it, which is awesome. But it's just... It's, it's the go-to ship for me. It does mm-hmm. everything. It's got a great jump range. It can handle itself in combat. I've got 80-odd tons, so it's perfect for doing rare trades or smuggling. Even some power play, if I was ever to do that again. Um... And it's just it does so many things pretty well, not great, mm. but pretty well.
0: it was the ship i was I was looking to go up to before i I kind of didn't you know ran out of time in terms of my playing so so yeah, no, it was certainly the ship I wanted to to get um so yeah, it's good to hear that um you know it's got a special place in your heart um and I love it. Yeah, no, I, you know I think that's fair. So um, you said you have also here a question from Commander Jimber. Yep. Yeah?
3: Yep. So Commander Jimber, sitting outside a live station with quite a fair chunk of us actually, is asking how soon after two point one is live will they nerf most of the weapons? <sighs> <laughs> How long is a piece of string? They nerfed
1: them already. I'm pretty sure Reddit said they nerfed them already. Well, yeah, if you want them, you have cool. to pay for the next season.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Two point one, two point one is you know unarmed. Yeah, that's yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: your beam, well, your beam lasers, courtesy of this microtransaction
0: I, you know, I have to say <laughs> I have to say I, I, I did. Uh, the moment when the original beams were nerfed, I just oh, oh, I was I was not very happy at all. Um, I love my beam lasers. They
1: I loved just- weren't nerfed; they were fixed. You just <laughs> tap the button, and it was doing ridiculous damage. On I, know. So I know. I know. <laughs> uh,
0: I know it was awesome. I would just I would just camp my my sidewinder while we were in the middle of of beta. Just camp my sidewinder somewhere that Colin couldn't see me in an asteroid field, and just wait. And then, you know, he'd start up whatever he was doing and then he'd just drift in a little bit closer. It locked the beams on, dead. <laughs> and then, oh, he's back already, dead. <laughs> Which, you know, was, was good fun. Um, it was good fun for and me. Paul Collins anyway.
3: not here to defend himself either.
0: No, no, well, he, he wasn't very good at defending himself then either, so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> not even when not even when I was in his face actually. Once I did it right in his face and he you know anyway, never mind. Okay, so moving uh swiftly on. Um we're then down to the shout outs, ladies and gentlemen. So who have we got outside laid station? Ben? Who have we got outside Laye Station?
3: Well, we've, we've uh, just, uh, actually um, just got a special person coming in. Commander Lixavier is coming in with the Iridium Wing, es- escorting an explorer who might be Commander Boomer. I'm not sure. Um,
1: oh, stop so him! Stop him! Don't let him sell exploration data. No! Oh, wait! Don't let him sell exploration data. No! Don't listen to Grabs. Don't be nasty. <laughs> no, don't blow him up. Just don't <laughs> let him dog. Don't let him sell his data there. He'll just
3: output us back weeks well, years. <laughs> right, yeah, any anyway, th- yeah. We've got Commander Akenburst, Ashley Wilkinson, who managed to get me killed. Uh, Commander Boomers, possibly the one who's just showing up selling their stuff. Commander Grand Solo, Jimber, Burr, Xavier, who's the one asking everyone to leave slash not kill person selling their stuff. Uh, Reckless <laughs> is there. Y-Z-E-Man, however you pronounce that. And we've got two others that have just shown in as well. And then an Imperial Clipper and a Type-9 that's just shown up. Let's see what... Yeah, it's, it's quite exciting. We've just got some Explorers come back. Oh, awesome. and the Foxconn's come in as well.
0: Awesome. Um and what we should also mention and thanks for reminding me grant is that livecon has announced its overflow hotel so there is information on the livecon facebook uh for the well it's it's not one hotel it's you know we've we've basically gone around and given some information about the uh the different places that um, that are near to to Leifcon if you're choosing to to come up and stay uh, unfortunately the, you know the the venue has been sold out for quite some time um, but uh, but yeah you know tickets still available to come up for the day or to stay over in the overflow hotel uh, or one of the overflow hotels and then uh, you know come up during the day which um, which would be great um, yeah stuff going on with that too um, we've got a little bit more about that in the shout outs here now which is just to talk about um, we've got our, two of our sponsors we're currently now working on some Bits and pieces for them in terms of uh, their their Lavecon sponsorship. Uh, we have Ed Tracker. Who uh, those of you that know the elite dangerous community and know about Lavecon know Ed Tracker have been there pretty much since almost the start. They were at Lavecon 2014, uh, Lavecon 2015, and obviously there this year. And they are sponsoring Lavecon this year. Um, now, as they say. Uh, ED Tracker proud to be sponsoring LaveCon this year. LaveCon and the Elite Dangerous community have been a pivotal part in ED Tracker's success, so it seems all the more fitting that we put something back into the people who've helped us get the project off the ground. Toggle that headlock and fly, dangerous commanders. So, if you don't know the ED Tracker system, this essentially is the—it's um, a head tracker that um you can put into your you know your controls and allows you effectively to play the game turn your head and the screen turns with you so you can see all around your ship which is it's it's awesome i mean i have to say when we first i don't know guys when we were looking at the 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 sort of head trackers and comparing them to vr if you remember back in alpha beta and and that you know we didn't necessarily get on with the head tracking to start with but now, you know, I mean, it's it's fantastic. And, uh, you know, it really does add something to, to the whole gaming experience in terms of what's there. So it's great to have them along. Um, if you want to, to check out their stuff, you know, and they've been making essentially making affordable um, head tracker kits that you can plug into your existing control system very, very easily. Um, you know if you want to check out their stuff it's edtracker.org.uk and what we'll be doing in the next few weeks is putting together a few bits and pieces related to um, edtracker uh, on the website and as part of the live radio productions the other sponsor I've been using it tonight ah, okay. for anybody sure. watching the stream I, I use the Ed Tracker
2: all the time I absolutely love it it is other than my joystick it is my essential bit of Elite Dangerous Kit
0: well, oh, there we go. You can't say can't say better than Commander Thane saying that, can we? <laughs> um, okay. So uh, our other sponsor is uh, Old One Productions. Now, Old One Productions is uh, well, you know, we should we should be fairly fairly clear about this. Is um, Elite Dangerous executive producer Michael Brooks um, in his other guise as a um, as a well a, a, a Cthulhu enthusiast. Michael absolutely loves H.P. Lovecraft stuff. He absolutely loves the Cthulhu Mythos, and he's produced all sorts of paraphernalia. He's produced um, an amazing chess set. Uh, there are T-shirts. There are all sorts of other, um, you know, sort of bits and pieces that um, he's currently working on. And you can take a look at um, at their work uh, over at oldonesproductions.com. Now, both of these are, essentially, both of these uh, small organizations are supporting LaveCon. Um, What they'll also be doing is trading at LaveCon, so they'll be showing off their their kit and their bits and pieces, um, so you'll be able to see some of the the stuff that they do. Um, And, I, you know, I love, I don't know if you guys have seen the chess set, um, the Cthulhu chess set. It's amazing. Really, really cool.
3: I haven't seen it. Um, I do love Michael's big axe, and his tattoo is looking absolutely epic.
0: Yes, yes, that is quite a large tattoo. Sorry, I was saying yes, yes, that is quite a large tattoo, isn't it? Um uh, Also, um, we've got... Uh, there are still some vacancies and slots for uh, some of the sponsorship for the event. What will be happening is, um, you know, the, the sponsors that we do have will... Well, obviously their their logos and everything else will be going into to Lavecon, which would be great. And as uh, as I've said, that we're going to be working on some more Lave Radio advertising, which hopefully they can uh, they can take away and uh, and perhaps you know uh, we'll be using here, and they'll also be using you know on on some of the other shows as well. So hopefully, Hutton Orbital will pick up some of the advertising too, and uh, potentially Radio Sidewinder as well. So that'd be nice. Okay. So then, in terms of our other shout outs, uh shout out to everyone in the IRC channel. Um, are you still in there at the moment Ben yeah, we've
3: got oh about 20 odd people in IRC um most of them are the same people who are in <laughs> in um oh in the main game as well although sure. we've got Commander Payne, Smoopy Tea time, uh, Commander Wu. Uh, we've got a confused chimp gimme who gimme who we were talking about earlier. Uh, KiverCorp Ripped and Stadion
0: Cool, okay And uh, also um, Shout out to folks on the Twitch chat Chris, have you still got the Twitch chat running there? I have um,
2: uh, where, 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 Where do I view people? Viewer list Oh, I haven't lost everybody Goodness me, it's a huge list 67 mark bitstorm cc Johns 17 commander Ramsey's colibri cometborn dark avenger 1234 deadmax garzini gimsek goxy 79 highbite icefire 122 indigo rax jj smashing pumpkins Kano magnus matster 93 Morda's pop pop uh, sorry uh, Pil- pilot Shooter McLoads, Space Lenin, Totten seventy three, Unchained Water, Varulia, Vino Plank, Warface, Whoever Eleven, Watcher, and Zadnost.
0: Wow, that was that was really well done. If you know, you should do my registers. I think it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> You're lots better at that than me. I think that'll be that'll be excellent. Okay, and uh, so yeah, so essentially that pretty much does us in terms of all the content we have. Sorry, it's a little bit short this week. Um, it is a little bit of a slow week, and, you know, we are on a little bit of a lull. We're all waiting, uh, obviously, for the launch on Thursday. Um, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, with, with things easing off at my end, then I will get some time to to try uh, the, uh, the game at that point. Um, uh, certainly at the moment, the the marking considerations that I have, uh, obviously have deadlines, but, um, then I'm into a lovely summer, which hopefully can include a lot more elite dangerous, which would be nice. Um, so yeah, so that'll all be good. Um, so just, and there to... will be a state velocity announcement soon. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, um, that certainly, you know, we've, we've got, uh, music to compose, which hopefully I'll, uh, I'll get on with fairly shortly. You might be able to kick me up to the lost loft this evening. That might also happen. Um, but yeah, so so obviously, the uh, um, all looking forward to what's going on on Thursday, and hopefully, folks can join Frontier for their live stream from one PM. Just to fire some questions, hot off the gun, as it were, in terms of uh, you know the, the fact that the um, the update will be going live immediately. Then, so you can probably speculate, question, ask, answer, and see how things are going. So, okay, that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at laveradio.com. You can get us at Facebook slash lave radio, at laveradio radio on Twitter, or you can join the Discord chat channel by going to uh, tinyurl.com slash lave radio, or our TeamSpeak server where commanders come to hang out and chat, laveradio.teamspeak3.com, although Grant is moving us over. Um, so, you know, that is obviously his. In Flux at the moment. When when do you think that's going to be finished, Grant, in terms of moving over to the new TeamSpeak? Right. Can you hear
1: me okay? Yes, we can. Yes, yes. Sorry yes. about that. The kittens got up and walked across everything, so I wasn't sure what had gone on. Um, right, I reckon we are... The, the, the new server is up and running as we speak, right. so anybody that wants to use it, you can. The old server is still there and will still be there for quite some time time to okay. come, but we'll have instructions on how to get to the new server from there. Feel free to jump across, there just might be a bit of flux and change as we get things installed the way it needs to be done to make it nice and safe and
0: secure and fun for everyone. And okay. just pop in and say hello. Yeah, right up now. Great, okay, so um, then essentially, you know, the last things for me to say are that Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 20.30 uh, currently BST, streamed out live on laveradio.com slash live. And uh, thank you to Ben, thank you to Chris, thank you to Grant, all three of you for holding my hand as usual. I'll be Commander Clueless. Thank you all very much, and thank you commanders that have joined us as well outside Lave. Until next time, fly safe. If you can't fly safe, then don't fly or, or fly dangerous. Good night.
3: No worries guys, hold the for two seconds, I'll be right back.
1: life. Choose a ship. Choose a career. Choose a cargo. Choose a f***ing big ship. Choose palladium gold and electrical tin openers. Choose good health, low cholesterol and ship insurance. Choose fixed interest loan repayments. Choose a space station. Choose your friends. Choose leisure wear and matching luggage. Choose a paint job and hire purchase in a range of f***ing colours. Choose decals, exploration, and wondering where the f*** you are on a Sunday morning. Choose sitting in that chair running mind-numbing, spirit-crushing trade routes, stuffing f***ing junk food in your mouth. And choose rotting away at the end of it all, pissing your last in the void with no one out there to hear you bury or do anything as you drift away in cold space. And there's some comes along to steal your ship, your cargo, and your clothes, leaving your bones floating out in space. Choose your future. Choose life. But why would I want to do a thing like that? I choose not to choose life. I chose something else. Are there reasons? There are no reasons. Who needs reasons when you've got onion heads?